0: Rock and roll. Levels, levels. Levels, levels. <clears throat> hey, uh, last week I was in Las Vegas, and I had to drive across the strip.
1: Oh, God, that must have been terrible. I was there two weeks ago, and it was bad. Like, the entire area is under construction for the F1 race.
0: Oh, oh, oh yeah. I mean, it was bad. I mean, my normal route was closed, so Apple Maps, uh, right in the middle of driving, helpfully suggested that I turn right and made me go right down the strip in front of the Bellagio and then suggested that I turn left onto Harmon right by the new pit building in the temporary
1: grandstands. So hold hold on. If you did that, were you driving on the actual course?
0: (laughs) Yeah. 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 I was. I mean, it was, it was really cool. Right. I mean, there were, there were barriers, the lighting, the fencing on, on both sides, like stands. Yeah. yeah, um, Yeah. I was like, I mean, this is cool. Like, like, it was really kind of cool to be able to drive on a, on an actual Formula One track
1: that oh my god did I, okay, so did you try to go fast
0: okay, well, not really because this was like eight thirty in the morning, so it was sort of during ro- morning rush hour, so it was it was stop and go traffic for like fifteen minutes. I mean, basically, I was either stopping or I just slowly rolled along the track
1: <laughs> I mean, you're still faster than Haas. <laughs> Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Friends, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good, pretty
0: good. How are you? Uh, I'm doing, I'm doing well. Um, coming to you this week, um, from Studio B, uh, not not Studio A. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this last weekend, after four years of both of us working from home, we decided to uh switch offices. Um, so Lisa's now in in Studio A, and and I'm now in Studio B. Um. Two things came up about that. Number one, she said, you're going to have tell everybody you're from Studio B. And I said, well, no, 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 now that I've moved, this is, this is Studio A. And she said, no, she got Studio A, this is Studio B. So I'm now coming to you <laughs> from Studio B, which then made me realize the first time we had her as a guest, probably back in 2020 and it was cute because I said oh she's coming from Studio B had I been thinking clearly again if you go back to the Ames Tribune this should have been like Studio G or Studio H (laughs) to make it sound like this is a much bigger recording location than we have Um, but I don't know that I can change it now so. Anyway, uh today, this week's from Studio B as will. Unless something goes horribly wrong, uh th- this is the new home of uh talking to Todd in the undisclosed location is studio B.
1: Well, at least it's not Studio Two. Thanks, Eli. Lisa made you move. She can't complain about that joke.
0: <laughs> I mean she didn't make me move, but make uh, me. Okay. All right, here's here's the actual story. It just right. Lisa, um Lisa is usually cold a lot of the times uh and and i'm i I'm, I'm usually pretty warm just the way that we run funny thing the way the house is built um studio b which has been lisa's office for the last four years is always cold <laughs> and studio a is always ridiculously
1: hot <laughs> oh this change should have happened months ago so there was discussion.
0: Oh, it should happen years ago. There was discussions about adding additional heating and cooling systems to make the house be more comfortable for us. And then Lisa said, or hear me out, we could just swap rooms.
1: <laughs> She's so smart. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: So, uh, so anyway, yes, that's uh, that's that was that. So it wasn't make as much as, you know, we should probably just.
1: We should just. This
0: is a win-win situation. Uh Other than the incredibly heavy desk that she has, that had to be disassembled and moved through two doorways, (laughs) and then reassembled. Other than that, win-win. Anyway,
1: Uh, should we should we jump into feedback, follow-up, and updates? Yes, I believe so. Uh, Toddler number one. Yep. I I gave you the. Todd ought to know of six teams that share names. Yes. I laid it out. We're in the truck together. She reaches out and pauses the playback. Okay, Looks at me. That's it. That's, that's all there. What's, what's the catch? Like there's, there's no catch. This is something Todd ought to know, but I can guarantee you that he won't. How difficult is this? I mean, come on. So then she sat there in the (laughs) truck. For five minutes on pause <laughs> and couldn't do it either. <laughs> it's kind of the point of the game.
0: What I'll tell you is if we left five minutes of me doing this. Uh... Nope uh if we did that for 5 minutes even even our most actually at that point i i i'm assuming at least danny would be listening the entire time going i know there's got to be a payoff for this somewhere
1: <laughs> um she also you talked about a venn diagram between uh people watching the apple event, event yes event and monday night football yes Amy, That's a Venn diagram of one. It's Todd. (laughs) Todd is the only person in that overlap.
0: (laughs) She may not be wrong because while all of my tech podcasts were all talking about how it was so weird that Apple was having a Monday night, an event at night and Monday night. And this is weird. And the night before Halloween. And why do they do it? in eight o'clock Eastern. I mean, that's like, you know. That's really late for the rest of the world. Maybe it has something to do with Japan and I don't know. I mean, this whole thing seems weird. Not a single one of them. Not and I listen to a bunch of tech podcasts. Not a single one of them goes, "Oh, and you know, it conflicts with Monday night football." Never came up at <laughs> what? once. <laughs> What's that? What's that? Is that a thing? I don't know. Oh.
1: <laughs> when did that start? Anyway, They play football on Monday nights. Not that kind of football. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Nothing from Lisa. Okay. Uh, We got, we got some worst job feedback from our uh, episode out of time edition, where we talked about the worst jobs that we had. Yes. Uh, Danny spent a summer as an assistant custodian at the middle school in Prairie city, Iowa, scraping wax from floors and then re-waxing them at 4.30 a.m. I will say there is probably significantly worse stuff you could be
0: scraping out of a school during the summer than just the wax on the floor, but that doesn't
1: sound good. No. Let's see. You're 16 and you're working with a semi-retired 67-year-old lady who can't lift anything and smells like cat urine. It may not top to tasseling, but it's darn close. (laughs) Uh So Sarah, Sarah reminded me her worst job was when she was working for an employer who wasn't keeping up with the payroll would hand us our check paid monthly and then tell us to wait and not cash it until they said it was okay. And her husband, John, told me about this. And I said, you should call Larry, call my dad, and talk to dad about it. And dad says, what you do is you take that paycheck and you walk into the bank that it's drawn on and say, cash this. And they issued her cash. And then she walked the cash across town and deposited it in her bank, (laughs) which worked great. And the deadbeat employer didn't stay in business after long. So that job was a total disaster. I remember when Sarah worked that worked there. Oh my God. That was awful. Um, and and they didn't stay in business very long after that. So That's weird. Oh,
0: really? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Go figure. You can do that to your employees for a little while. When when you, when you do that to the tax man, here's my tax payment.
1: But please don't cash it yeah please don't cash this. Wait what mm. i here's the thing. I have bills that I have to pay. <laughs> I am one of those bills that you have to pay <laughs> because I did the job uh, anywho uh let's see. oh, um also from Danny toddler Four oh one k Todd's complaining citizen voice is fantastic, but it also sounds like the nerd voice. Yes.
0: yep, Pretty much for reasons. <laughs> yeah. uh, the difference, if I'm honest, it's the exact same voice. It, it is literally the exact same voice. The difference is with complaining citizen. It's just the voice. With the nerd voice, it's also pushing the bridge of the glasses up while you say, "Excuse me." <laughs> um, actually,
1: um, actually, that's speaking, the it's it's the glasses are the, uh, that, that's the only difference. Yes, that's your yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, speaking of, um, actually, I, I I had one. Yes. Last week we talked about Beetlejuice.
0: Yes. And we also talked about how hard uh, every how how difficult of a job it is to perform in musicals.
1: Yes, and eight shows a week, right? Yes,
0: and 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 how they might be even you know better than athletes.
1: Right. Yes. Yeah. When I when I went to see Beetlejuice, yeah. three of the leads were understudies on a Saturday night, <laughs> and I went, hmm, load
0: management. Yeah, 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 Luke Luke doesn't do back-to-back performances.
1: What? <laughs> yeah, we got to put in put in we we only play 3 nights a week. That's it. And even then, maybe I can't really do it. I don't know. Anyway, uh thought that was I thought I thought maybe the Broadway tour was was managing their load a little bit since it's NBA season. <laughs> Good.
0: If you have a problem with it, talk to my agent. Who's your agent? James Harden. Oh, well. That's no. no, that tracks.
1: A uh, couple of notes here under follow-up. What do you yeah. got here? So uh, last week we talked
0: about how the uh, state of California revoked uh cruise,
1: the robo-taxi company Cruise, uh, their license to operate because- All right. Again, are we talking about the ones people are having sex in or the ones that gather together and block traffic? Again- Yes. Okay, just just as long as we're clear for anybody yeah. that missed last week's show. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Same taxis. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. I I can't I can't tell you how important it is to understand that those are the exact same taxis. They're not different. There's no difference. You can't tell the difference until after you get in. Anyway, um so the Why state of Cal- plastic all over these seats. I don't get this.
1: Okay, whatever. So, Sorry. So,
0: So the state of California revoked Cruz's ability to operate in the state of California because they kept hitting people and ran into fire trucks and all sorts of stuff. Right. Anyway, two days later, Cruz, which I believe is backed by General Motors, announced that they were going to stop services nationwide. They did point out that this, quote, isn't related to any new on-road incidents, unquote. My thought would be, yeah, because all the old ones are still plenty (laughs) And then their posting on X says the most important thing for us right now is to take a step back and rebuild public trust. Part of this involves taking a hard look inwards at how we do work at cruise, even if it means doing things that are uncomfortable or difficult. Translation, apparently uh, not hitting pedestrians with your robo taxi is difficult and they've decided to pause and start doing the work. (laughs) (sighs) yeah uh let's see also in follow-up um luis Ribales uh from spain uh has has now received a three-year ban um so fifa has banned him for three years uh you know the whole kissing the player after the world cup and then doubling down and then trying to pull the entire Real Madrid and Barcelona out of the uh, out of the UEFA uh, Championship and blah blah blah. Anyway, right. he's he's got a three year ban. Given the way that this is going, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know if he gets like time off for good behavior or whatever. But anyway, I, we're not going to have him to kick around for the next three years. Man, we probably will. We probably will. I'm just going to be honest. He's probably going to come back. And then the last one. Uh, this is more uh, direct follow up, and this is entitled "Why I Hate People on E-Bikes." Hey, yeah. So this weekend I was. Uh, so I've got another. I've got another half marathon coming up in a couple of weeks. So back to training. So this weekend I was. I was doing a very long. Uh, well, long for me. Um, this is this is how uh, uh, toddler thirty one eighty seven just warms up. Anyway, um, so. <laughs> I was, I was out for a multi, a multi-hour training run and it wasn't this weekend and it wasn't going great. I just never felt good the entire time. Never got into the, you know, the runner's high or like it just, it just kind of sucked and it was just like, I just got to get through it. Like an hour and 45 minutes into this thing and I'm not done yet. uh, Two people go whizzing past me on e-bikes on the trail that I'm running. That's fine. There's a lot of e-bikes. It was a nice day. Everybody's out enjoying it or whatever. But after they go whizzing by, all of a sudden, I get this just ridiculous smell just like punches me in the face. The guy on the e-bike was smoking a cigar <laughs> while not pedaling, <laughs> just holding down the throttle and enjoying nature. <laughs> and I got
1: smoking it. a cigar.
0: Huh? Doctor says, I need to get some exercise. Let's go hop on the e-bike. Put the cigar in. Don't pedal. This ought to, this ought to clean my heart right up.
1: <sighs> and then I oh. thought of you. And then, thank you. <laughs> I drink old fashions when I ride. I don't smoke cigars. That's an important point, that's, your honor. That's a... <laughs> Distinction without a difference. Oh, why I hate people on e-bikes, sweet lord! Oh, we missed. Sorry, we had a we had a we had a missed title opportunity from last week as well. Um, this came this came from toddler negative uh, eighteen. Missed show title. Punchlines without context. Uh-huh. yeah so i said to the guy i said look <laughs> it's a 35 year callback oh um do, do we have any um do we have anything for todd's tech corner sponsored by the taylor center for technology policy i know things things got released this week that were scary fast
0: uh yeah so the, so apple had an event last <clears throat> a couple days ago um good news <clears throat> last week you had mentioned how you bought this brand new computer and then i said hey guess what right. uh, um apple did not update release an update to the macbook air so you still have the fastest macbook air that they make you're 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 fine um they released the new macbook pros um they got rid of the old 13-inch MacBook Pro and jacked up the price. And anyway, and they also, uh, after two and a half years of waiting, updated the iMac, which hadn't been updated since April of 2021. So, uh, congratulations, you did it. Uh,
1: yes. is, uh, is there yeah. going to be is there going to be a new new piece of hardware coming to Studio B? That's been under discussion for the last
0: couple of days here. Um, the short, the the way we're leaning right now is probably not. Um, I'm I'm sitting in front of a nine year old iMac, but it is a twenty seven inch screen. The new iMacs only come in twenty four inch screens. Um. So, uh, that turns, is a little
1: that is a little different in terms of real estate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's been nine years since I bought an iMac. And what I can say is my vision hasn't gotten appreciably better during that time. <laughs> so smaller monitor real estate may not be ideal. Um, the, the, prob- the, the where I also have an M1 MacBook Air that would be perfectly fine if I could find a monitor to put with it and then just use it as a dock. Uh, However, uh, there is basically only one monitor that works with it. That looks like an Apple monitor and Apple sells it. And it's a $1,600 monitor. So I don't know that I want that either. So anyway, um, Apple doesn't make what I want to buy right now. So this is problematic for me. Uh, Anyway, who knows? Y- yes. Yeah, so just real quick, like if anybody's going, wait—the guy who hosts the technical corner, who's a Mac guy, doesn't know which Mac to buy right now. What chance does the do any of the rest of us
1: have? Yes. Here's the thing: you really can't get hurt purchasing any of them. Anything from the Macs? Pretty much. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, Lisa's comment to me was, "Quote." Would you think about letting your standards down a little bit to buy something reasonable? <laughs> and being a Mac guy, I said, um, "Well, actually, it's not really letting my standards down. It's mostly um, I've been kind of accustomed to a certain lifestyle."
1: Um, <clears throat> actually. Oh,
0: they're all good computers. They're all good computers. Uh, I will say there was also a hope that as Apple is killing off uh, lightning, that the new keyboards, mice, and trackpads that are coming with these new computers would all switch over to USB-C finally. And no, if you buy a brand new iMac in 2023, at the end of 2023, you will get a lightning, uh, you will get a lightning keyboard, a lightning mouse, and a lightning trackpad. So if you keep those devices like I did for nine going on 10 years. Um, don't get rid of all your lightning cables just yet. <laughs> As a matter of fact, hang on to a couple of those extra because it's going to be a while.
1: Um, I, I was going to play this next little piece of audio. Yes. Realizing that it applies both to the next segment and your new iMac. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That sound means it's not time for Todd to get a new iMac, and it's time for America's favorite game, Dwayne, guess a number. Okay, hit me.
0: Okay, so in the cold open, we talked about the Formula One race coming to Las Vegas that will be held Saturday night, the seventeenth or eighteenth. That race is starting at ten p.m. on a Saturday night in Las Vegas. Not sure that's a good idea. By the way, if you're in Las Vegas on the Thursday or Friday night before, the, uh, directly before, um, practice two and qualifying start at midnight. Midnight local time. So if you're in a hotel anywhere near <laughs> the Strip, um, enjoy quality um, and no sleep.
1: However, nothing, news- no, nothing really starts in Vegas until 10 o'clock anyway. That's,
0: you know what? That's true. That's true. On the other hand, who was the NFL coach that said nothing good happens after 1 a.m.? Uh,
1: I believe well, that was my father. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this alarm clock is going to go off at 1 a.m. It better not go off. Okay. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, Las Vegas, we've talked a little bit about how F1 is charging restaurants uh, uh, ridiculous amounts of money. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's going after a cash grab. The minimum, the minimum ticket price to sit in a grandstand is $1,500. Um, everybody's trying to get, is just doing a cash grab. It came out today, as we record, that the Taxicab Authority Board has instituted a temporary surcharge that will be going into effect Wednesday before the race and conclude Tuesday after the race. Now, this is not officially being called this. However, the unofficial title of this is, and this was the justification, well, there's two justifications. Justification number one, this is a, quote, European surcharge, unquote, Because it is thought that Europeans don't tip, so there's going to have to be a small surcharge added to every taxi meter in the metro Las Vegas area to make up for the lack of all the Europeans who will be in town who aren't tipping. The other justification is that they want to make sure they have enough taxi cab drivers out to meet all of the needs. So they need a little surcharge. You know, you need a little surge pricing to to convince people to come out.
1: Hey, how about a little something for the effort? Yeah.
0: Well, you know, it's in the afterlife. So I got that going for (laughs) me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. They are during the race. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a couple of numbers and then I, I'm gonna have you decide. You're a hospitality expert. You know you have had you have been how many events have you done in Las Vegas? Massive events, largest trade show in the Western hemisphere. Like, like I mean, have you done more than 50 events in Las Vegas?
1: Oh uh, more than twenty five.
0: Okay. All right. So, you know, and getting people around. I mean, okay. So they also have some flat fare zones that they're instituting as part of this. So if you go from Sunset North up to Tropicana, without the surcharge, that is $22 flat fare. If you go in Zone 2 from Tropicana North to Flamingo, which doesn't seem to be all that, that's not that far. It's not. One that, light. That is twenty-six dollars. And forty-two minutes. <laughs> Unless you're in a Haas and then D DNF. Um, and if you go from Flamingo up to the strat, that's a high the, that is a thirty dollar fare. So it's twenty two, twenty six, thirty dollar flat fare. Okay. The surcharge will be applied to the flat fares. It's the exact same surcharge and it will also be added to any metered trip that starts or ends anywhere inside of these zones. Whether you have anything to do with Formula 1 or not, if you're just trying to if if you if you start or end within basically the the you know the strip area, yeah. the meter, they will hit a button and it will add a surcharge onto every single ride. So Dwayne the number I would like you to ask, uh, to come up with, it's a flat surcharge. How much is the European surcharge being applied to make up for the fact that Europeans, quote unquote, don't
1: tip? So when I was there a couple of weeks ago, yeah, I was pleased to learn that a taxi cab from the airport to the Strip because of all of the construction and everything was a flat fare of $26. That's pretty good. I mean, that does make sense because of
0: all the construction, because it's it's really nobody's fault.
1: It's exactly right. So it's flat, flat fare of $26. Oh, so that, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's, yeah. Okay. Right? So I'm going to say $26. As an added surcharge. As an added surcharge. <laughs> okay. You went over slightly. Okay. Because until I decided to make that funny and say that that was the same, my guess was going to be 18 bucks.
0: Okay. You know what? You're closer on that. You're still slightly over. Still
1: high? Okay.
0: They are adding a $15 surcharge.
1: still ridiculous.
0: To every taxi fare. Does that mean I don't have to tip? Good point. That's an excellent question. Or do you have to, here's the question. Do you have to tip on the fare and the
1: surcharge? <laughs> which people will do. Yes, yes. Because they're drunk and they won't be paying attention. Fine, 15%, bang, whatever, fine. So, I mean, just so that we're, we're clear, that small
0: surcharge in zone one, which is a $22 flat fare, That is nearly a
1: 70% (laughs) surcharge on that. Thank you, sir. May I have another charge? (sighs) Wow.
0: The Industry representatives testified that during the board meeting that 100% of the fee would go to lessees and the fee for employee drivers would be incorporated into the meter commission payout rates somehow. So... The drivers aren't even necessi- The drivers aren't even getting the full fifteen percent or fifteen dollars. The person who owns the cab is getting the money. The driver will get some portion of said surcharge. What's,
1: what's what's the part that goes between the engine and the wheel and the and the and the wheels? What's that? What's that thing called? What's it? Um, oh, the shaft that's what that is that's what the that's what the drivers are getting, uh.
0: yeah, yeah, you know the only thing that would make this even better is if uh the Robo taxi company could come in. oh, wait, they've stopped operation, yep, so uh, there you go, everybody who is uh Las Vegas has opened its arms wide for everybody to come in you know what? You should just get to the airport, take your credit card, just turn it over and get on a plane and get the hell out of town. It will be cheaper than watching the formula one race.
1: They opened their arms wide so they can scoop up all the cash.
0: (sighs) Yes. By the way, I am going to go. You had said 18. I was really thinking you were going to go like eight bucks. Or five bucks, because quite frankly, that's what the guess should be, because that's what it should be. Yes, right. Yeah. So the fact that you got 18, you give yourself a bell.
1: Thank you. Uh, Oh, how about the Scott Frost Memorial Idiot of the Week? Yeah. um, So World
0: Series is going on as we speak, although it might be winding down as we speak. There is. Oh, nope. And the World Series is over as we speak. Um, oh, sorry, hashtag spoiler alert. Um, for the World Series, the first uh, the first two games were at uh, Globe Life Field, which, of course, Dwayne, where is Globe
1: Life Field? Uh, is that the Bank One Ballpark? No. Okay, so then that's the new Texas Rangers stadium. There you go. Thank in you. In Arlington. Yes. I had a 50-50 chance. Yes. It's not the ballpark in Arlington. That's across the street, and they still have it. Yes. They that's haven't the, torn
0: it down. They're waiting to use it. That's the one that I've sat in the top row of. Yes, and that's the one that Lisa and I sat in the front row of. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, they decided, hey, you know what? They, 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 they decided, you know, see what Las Vegas is doing? We need to get in on that. We're hosting World Series games. You got to make money while the making is good. By the way, this was almost the Dwayne Guessing number. Uh, and then, and then, anyway. So they have they have launched. Um, they've launched some special meals, including. Um, they have called. Uh, they are selling the. Where did it go? They're selling, or they sold for uh, three strikes lobster roll meal okay you walk up you go i want that three strikes lobster roll meal here's what uh here's what that includes um it includes a uh two foot long sandwich uh it's a two foot long lobster roll topped with beef tenderloin (laughs) on a red bun okay It also comes with a two-foot-long loaded hot dog called a broomstick. So now we're at four feet of sandwich. (laughs) By the way, feet is how you normally measure food in the United States. And a two-foot-long loaded broomstick burger, which is a two-foot-long beef patty with chili, cheese, jalapenos,
1: and onion rings. Six feet of sandwich for those keeping track. Yes. Yes.
0: Um, now, nobody in their right mind is going to buy this. So the marketing folks have to think of a way of getting people to want to buy this. S- so... <laughs> <laughs> By the way, there's a new feature in, in, uh, in all the Mac and OS things. When you, uh, when, when you do, oh, my, I'm not on the new, m- this is my old iMac. I'm not on the new one. You are. Um, yeah. So if, if you, if you make a, if you make a heart, um, it's supposed to do that. Uh, thumbs up and there's some, con- oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> I have to buy the new iMac now. Anyway,
1: sorry. Um. No, 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 no. We didn't. We didn't finish. So when I make a gesture, <laughs> it shows a little thumbs up next to my face. Or when I made the heart emoji, hearts um, came out on Dwayne's video screen. On my video screen. Oh my god! It is. Oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, sorry. I, uh, there are people complaining because this was a new feature in in on your phone, on your iPad, and on all, all the new stuff. And apparently, they weren't telling people about it. And um, Apple does it, but it goes into the video of any video source. So zoom, WebEx, whatever, like the, the applications don't have to do anything. And apparently um, people started having like, um, there's something you can do where confetti comes down and thumbs up and smiles or whatever. Um, Anyway, apparently that started coming out on like online therapy sessions and um, it wasn't appropriate. Anyway, eh, anyway, Apple's working on it. They're not, but, they say they are. I want anyway, make
1: confetti come down. That'd be cool. I'll work on that.
0: Um, okay. So the marketing folks said, who in the hell is going to buy six feet of sandwiches? <laughs> Sorry, folks. Good.
1: Yes. Six feet of sandwiches. Where, where were we? Oh yeah. my God. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. Because, because what it should be called instead of three strikes a uh, lobster roll, it should be called uh, a six feet of heart attack. <laughs> right. Yeah. And by the way, the loaded broomstick can be bought for 29.99 and the loaded broomstick burger can be bought for 36.99 normally so they said how are we going to move some product so they did two things one they only sell 10 of these per game they're limited you got to get her early if you want a chance to buy 6 feet of meat <laughs> okay no no <laughs>
1: show title
0: <laughs> number two they set the price this isn't doing us a number but I know people like to play along so I want everybody right now just as you're listening to think how much would you pay for this limited edition trio of two foot long sandwiches get a number in your mind go ahead say it out loud everybody just say it out loud go ahead Eighty nine ninety five.
1: close Two (laughs) hundred and fifty dollars. Close. No, you're not. The first one. The first one is thirty-five dollars. The second one is twenty-five dollars, which is fifty-five dollars to add on the third one. It's an extra two hundred dollars. I mean, it is lobster.
0: Well, they say it's lobster. That might be like that. Might this could be like Subway crab, right? What? Whatever. Whatever. Who knows what that is? Anyway. Um, And they sold out Um, because people, as soon as they heard it was limited and it was $250, took it as a challenge. By the way, there's no t-shirt. You just buy it and eat it. And the challenge is then coming home and explaining to your wife why you dropped 250
1: bucks. (laughs) Do you get a beer with that? Oh, no, no, no. The beer was extra. (laughs) There's enough food there to feed a family of seven. (laughs) Which yeah. and for the record, two hundred and fifty dollars is less than you would normally spend if you went to the concession stand. Good point. You know what? Maybe maybe it's maybe it should be the super saver.
0: Anyway, Texas Rangers, what are you doing? And more importantly, to the because I think they hosted two. They must have only hosted two games for the twenty people that encouraged them. They're the idiots because there other 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 places are going to look at that and go, oh, we can top that. No, no, don't top that. Don't stop it. Stop it. You know what? At least it didn't. You know what? The worst part could have been if they would have added a $15 surcharge <laughs> for delivery. But I picked it up at the counter. Somebody had to get it from the grill to the counter.
1: Delivery surcharge. <laughs> there are times when I pay more to move my freight from the dock a hundred yards to my booth then I pay to move it across the country from the warehouse to the dock.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They're going to get theirs. Yeah. But you know what you're paying for? Load management.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not wrong. (laughs) How about you? Who'd you bring? (laughs) So uh, a week ago, I'm I'm in San Diego doing this booth and I had, Salespeople that needed to do demos in the booth, right? Yeah. Because of our restrictions on our laptops, yes. The plan was: bring your own laptop. I will provide a monitor and a keyboard and a mouse. All you got to do is show up with your laptop to do your demo and a radio. Sorry, (laughs) sorry. Inside joke. (laughs) Text chain. Anyway
0: joke joke for one person and he liked it.
1: (laughs) Yes, he did. (laughs) Um, show up with your laptop. I'll have the monitor. All I need is the monitors, right? So I had two TVs that we had four demo stations. I had two 55 inch monitors and I was renting the 27 inch monitors that I was going to set on the desk, right? I didn't want to have to ship them. I don't own any of them. I don't want them when we're done. I'm just going to rent them from the local, Technology place, place you rent monitors from exactly, which I've got. I've got a couple of them actually. Um, so we any, put of, the, any of them near the undisclosed location, anyway. No, no, never mind, never mind, never mind. Not those kinds of monitors, got it. The though, for what I paid, you could definitely buy one <laughs> now that I think about it. Maybe I'm the idiot. <laughs> um, put the order in. The boxes show up. I open them. And what these idiots have sent me is Microsoft surface machines. Mm, They are 27 inch monitors. Yes. As a Microsoft surface machine. Yeah. And the guy says, Oh, well you can just plug into, plug your laptop into them. And I start looking at the back of them. Uh, I don't think this is going to work. Oh yeah. There's a, Um, mini video out. And I said, it's a what? Say that again slowly. (laughs) Mini video. Oh yeah, that's going to be a problem. Um, to their credit within two hours, I had two brand new 27 inch monitors sitting in my booth for me to hook up for people to use. I mean the recovery was fantastic the initial delivery is why they get my idiot of the week award I'm I'm with you but what I'm going
0: to say um and this will become this will become all much much more apparent here when we get to what I learned this week um I'm just going to tell you I understanding which way things go which 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 way the arrow goes is it in is it out that's it's really people underestimate how difficult it is to understand which way arrows go so so um if if i call them an idiot uh, this becomes problematic for me so i'm going to defend them
1: for, okay. now. <laughs> for because, now for now for now because
0: understanding direction is a lot harder than it would seem to be Anyway, more on that later.
1: More on that later. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, do you want to do a travel story? Yeah. Um, just a couple
0: of things that I didn't cover last week that were still in the notebook from the, the England trip. Um, y- you were talking about how you didn't, uh, y- you didn't, um, you didn't pack the snowball mic on the previous trip because you were trying to follow Todd and Lisa's advice and, and only travel with carry on uh, for your trip. Um, so this last trip was a little like it, it was a little challenging because we, all we took was carry ons and, and we, we had like a backpack or a little like a computer bag. Um, and we were gone, I think from the time 11. Uh, thir- no, we were gone more than two weeks. Uh, we were gone f- 16 days carry on only backpack, making things a little bit more difficult was okay that you can do number one i was running a half marathon which meant i need to bring my running shoes so that's an extra pair of shoes that i wouldn't bring by the way that's what kills your carry-ons shoes shoes Uh kill carry-ons yes they bring the so i had to bring the pair of running shoes and had to bring my running gear luckily it was not going to be cold or rainy so the running gear took up very little space right shirt shorts socks you know but in addition, three days after I ran the half marathon, we were up in the Lake District, and Lisa's cousin uh, took me on a hike up one of the mountains. Um, when I was there, when I was there eighteen months ago, we we may have talked about we did like an eight mile hike with about twenty five hundred feet of elevation gain, um, and then I couldn't feel my feet for a week afterwards because I had rented hiking boots. So this time we knew we were going to go do that, um, and I. Wanted to feel my feet afterwards. So I didn't want to rent hiking boots. So in my carry-on, not only did I bring hiking gear, including hiking pants and the, uh, some hi- a hiking, uh, shirt and some additional hiking gear in my carry-on, I also brought my hiking boots. <laughs> so half my suitcase was running shoes and hiking boots <laughs> and running gear and hiking gear The other 16 days of the trip were the other half of the suitcase. Now, was this a good idea? Maybe. What I will tell you is, because I did the last one, which was 8 miles and 2500, he goes, hey, now that I know that you can do that, let's do something a little bit more. So we did about a 10-mile hike with about 3,000 feet of elevation gain. (laughs) Three days after running the half marathon. um. The good news is um I could feel my feet the entire time. The bad news is I could feel my feet the entire <laughs> every every step. single step up and every single step came right through those hiking boots. Anyway, so uh so that was carry-on only. Um and then the other thing do oh, you yeah. so uh
1: following up on that actually. Yeah. Do you know how I managed to do carry-on only for, a, for just 11 days. Two-thirds of the way through my trip, I took all of my dirty clothes, I shoved them into a FedEx box, and I, sh- <laughs> I shipped them home. And then I went to H&M and I bought two new shirts.
0: I will say, I hope that you wrote on the box, do not open, because otherwise Amy goes, oh, FedEx box for me, opens it. What the hell? Oh my, oh my God. That's exactly
1: <laughs> what happened. She's like, oh, hey, I wonder what this is. No.
0: <laughs> That's the other way to handle it. You know what? There's multiple strategies um, for me. The other thing that we found very funny was uh. so I did the I did the run on Sunday on Saturday. We get an email from the race organizers again, sixteen thousand people are doing this, so uh, there 's a lot of people, but they had to communicate, and it was listen, everybody, it is unseasonably warm. it is going to be very hot tomorrow during the run, and they had strategies of what you needed to do. You need to think about hydration, you need to drink before the run, make sure you should we have they have stops at three, six, nine, and twelve miles to get water. They actually recommended you should probably bring water with you. Like we can't, it was like, we cannot uh, overstate how important hydration is. You need to bring sunscreen. If you're not feeling well, pull off the course. Like you need to understand that this is going to be a very, very hot run. Please, please take care of yourself. We have medics stationed everywhere. Please follow this advice. Temperature at the start was 68 degrees, and when I finished, it was 70 degrees. (laughs) Aww, how cute. Now, that is unseasonably warm for London for mid-October. That that is a cold run in the undisclosed location where I have to put on layers. (laughs) Anyway, so we get this and I look at it and I go, I guess I'm supposed to hydrate. (laughs) Lisa's like, well, luckily you're acclimated to the new London weather. So anyway, thank you for the warning. I appreciate it. Royal parks half. Um, that was good. Um, I stayed hydrated and didn't need the medics. So
1: good for you. And you
0: finished and I, and I finished and I, you know,
1: which is barely a challenge for you. Did you set a PR? no because you weren't running downhill. I was
0: running downhill.
1: So, uh yeah,
0: I may have put that bar too far out. Yeah. So, um yes, no, this was more of a regular. This was a regular time. But really, it wasn't about setting a, a personal record. It was more about enjoying the architecture and the history surrounding. Like why run so fast when you're running through these anyway? Does that sound does that does that sound plausible? Yes. Sure. It's, that's the story I'm going with uh, what are you watching? Um a couple things. um The Great British Baking Show or the Great British Bake Off is on Netflix that has come back. um it used to be like six weeks behind, then one week behind. I think it's almost releasing almost day and date in England or within twenty four hours. once again, if nobody has watched this, whether you care about baking or not, this is just the nicest this is just the nicest competition show. everybody. Just wants everybody to do well. It's very nice when somebody finishes early. If another baker needs help, they. What can I do for you? What can I put in the oven? How can I help? It's just nice. That's on Netflix. Also on Netflix. While we were in England, we watched um, the David Beckham uh, documentary, Beckham, uh, four-part series on Netflix. Um. It was made with the full cooperation of David Beckham, Victoria Beckham and his parents and his friends. Um, So it is very interesting and it gives you a very, it gives you an interesting perspective on a lot of things that you thought you knew. Um, It gives you their perspective. Does it contain the entire truth? Probably not. It sounds like a Lakers documentary. But I would say um, it is very interesting and having their perspective, If as long as you know that they're not exactly being challenged on any of this stuff. This is them telling their story, as long as you're there. And it does change a little bit. Um, there is a lot of thought about, oh, was he was he dedicated enough for football or whatever? And then you look at this and you're like, actually he's he's worth a hell of a lot of money now yes during his football career he did things to make sure he had money after his football career and while people gave him crap for that um actually make the money while you can (laughs) um That's actually probably pretty smart. And then the last thing, and this came out a couple of months ago, and we just started watching it after we got back. We're only a couple of episodes in. We're watching Only Murders in the Building Season 3 on Hulu. And I think we're through Episode 2 at this point. So
1: I think that's about where we were, and it's kind of fallen off of our radar. Amy may still be watching it. I'm never home. (laughs) Yeah, so what are you watching? Uh, I'm watching The Calendar.
0: Oh, is that on Netflix? Max? Uh,
1: uh, my tubi? computer monitor. To, oh. to be. To be. To be. Um, to be described later? To be described later. Actually, we can just roll. For the, sure. I'm, so I'm watching the calendar because um, Monday will be my last day at Wells Fargo. And I have accepted a new position at a new company, uh, managing their trade shows and sponsorships. So I am in Austin right now on what is my last trip for Wells. I am jumping off the stagecoach. Congratulations. So that, I, that, that's what in, I learned this week. What I learned this week is I'm jumping off the stagecoach.
0: I mean, I was congratulating you right until you said, I'm jumping off the stagecoach. And I'm like, am I like
1: that doesn't sound. I mean, that doesn't. You got a, a tuck and roll and, and then pop up. Yeah. And wave. Oh, yeah.
0: As the stagecoach keeps going off it's, into the sunset.
1: Right. And and here's the thing. I will say I wish absolutely everyone nothing but the best. Now, some of them I wish more of the best than others. Of course. But I, uh, it, it's been a fantastic 11 years. Uh, I have enjoyed a whole lot of it. I have learned a ton. I've made some great friends. Uh, But it is, it's time for another challenge and I am excited to go and do that. So, um, less travel, a little more responsibility and, um, going to work for a boss that I've worked for before and she's fantastic. So I'm excited about that. So how about you? What'd you learn this week?
0: Um, so right before we went on vacation, um, I had made some changes so my my iMac is kind of my home server. I've got I've got external drives hooked to it where I store a bunch of stuff that doesn't fit anywhere else, archive stuff or whatever. I'd made a bunch of changes and I thought, you know, before we leave, um, I have I have an eight terabyte hard drive that has a bunch of stuff on it, and then I have a six terabyte drive that is the mirror image of that. That's the backup of that one and the eight terabyte drive is also parts of it are also backed up to a cloud service. So, so I've got, I got, I got backups. I got site. I follow all the proper stuff. Um, and but by the way, somebody's like, Hey, how do you back up an eight terabyte drive to a six terabyte drive? Well, yeah. there, there are things on the eight that I don't need to back up. So um, there are, there are just pieces that I just don't, I don't care if they, if they go away, I can recreate them. So it all works. And I thought, man, it's been a long time since I backed up the the the, the prime data, the prime hard drive to the secondary hard drive, um, the backup one. And
1: you know, you well, never it know. Sound like you, but okay.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I I was like, huh, I wonder how long it's been. I, I can't remember the last time I did it, and I don't have it scripted. Because I have a cloud backup, I'm I'm always constantly with a cloud backup. This is just like a secondary thing. But I'm like, you know what? I should back this up before just in case something weird because I'm going to shut everything down. I get back. The main hard drive may not come back up. I should do this. And I was doing this like the day before we left. It was on just on my list of things to do. So I open up my backup program look at all of it, go, yeah, 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 yep, yep, prime, prime backup, yep, okay, the and then, and backup this, don't backup this, I got my whole job set up, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that looks all normal. I hit this, and it then says, it warns you, every time you do this, it warns you, you're like, hey, listen, you're going to make a, you're going to make the the, the destination drive is going to be an exact copy of the source drive, we are going to overwrite the destination of this job are you are you sure and i'm like yeah yeah yeah. i'm a computer expert i know what i'm doing click okay so then i leave get back get back from the trip fire up the imac and open up iphotos because i are photos on the mac because i want to download the 1500 photos i took while on the trip and my library only has photos to like june of 2022 on my imac and i'm like that's weird that's fine because they're all in iCloud they will copy down so it brings down and it takes a while and they all copy and I'm like God, that's that's really weird but meh whatever i don't you know whatever can't explain that and then i go to do something else and then i realize wait a minute why are those files missing and then i open up my backup program and somehow because it's supposed to retain the settings, when you open it up, it tells you what you did the last time. And it remembers. And I don't know what happened, but instead of copying from Prime to Backup, I copied Backup to Prime. (laughs) So I'm telling you the arrows are tricky. (laughs) And... When I look at the backup drive, the last time I backed it up, it had been a while. The last time I had taken a backup was June of 2022. Hence, my photo problem. Hence, every file that I had put on my backup drive from June of 2022 until October 4th of 2023 had now been erased. I was not pleased with myself. Good news. It is all backed up to an online backup service. I started to download it, and it was like, this is a lot of stuff you got to download. They offer a service where you can pay, and they will ship you a USB drive with all of your stuff on it. And if you return it within 30 days, you don't pay for the USB drive. You get a refund on it. So I ordered one of those. Good thing I don't need it to record this show because I ordered it on Thursday. It is now Wednesday night, and they are still, quote-unquote, preparing the drive. I don't know what's going on there. Anyway. I have all my data. This is why you have multiple backups. I do need to figure out a few things um, and understand when stuff got erased and when I put things. For instance, the audio recordings of Bry got erased. <laughs> the video from Bry got erased. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It's all back. That part okay. I redownloaded. Okay. it Again. Why, why would you need like three backup systems? Well, because I'm a freaking idiot. <laughs> anyway, here's what I learned. Uh, two things. One, arrows are tricky. <laughs> they, they will get you. They're out to get you. Pay attention to the arrows in and out. You think you know what's going to happen. Slow down. Look at the arrows. Number two, it's entirely possible I shouldn't be in charge of large amounts of enterprise data anymore. <laughs> but that's not
1: a problem, right? Hopefully no one at your office listens to this. Hopefully. Hi, Jesse. So are you telling me, just just to be clear, yeah. you were dealing with Prime and you basically had a whole bunch of stuff stolen? While you were gone, no. Because UCLA ought to be reimbursing you for that.
0: No, I had a prime, and I got over cocky <laughs> and overconfident, and I couldn't deliver what I promised. But that's okay because my backups that I thought I got rid of came back to haunt me. <laughs> it's not the first
1: time this year that that's happened. <laughs> Music is Happy Boy by Kevin MacLeod. You can subscribe to our award-winning podcast with visiting Scholar tied Friends wherever you get your pods. Just search Talkin' and the number two, No Geno Space. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can leave us a voicemail. You know how to do that. Or you can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. Uh, If you're in the greater Chicago area, you can check out our Naperville drains uh, or uh, maybe coming to a, uh, a Dallas Center drain near you. Who knows? Thanks to our listeners and our sponsors, Toddler Thirty One Eighty Seven, the Taylor Center for Technology Policy, and DJ to Go Cedar Valley, your five star DJ in the Cedar Valley. As always, send us your feedback. We love your feedback. Send it to feedback at talkingtotod.com to I, w-
0: I was just looking to. S- I-, I just did a quick search. Can you survive jumping off a stagecoach? I'm just wondering, like, what the average speed of a stagecoach is, and like how how much that would hurt. Uh, apparently there's not a lot of stagecoach content on the main web um here's there are other questions uh will i survive jumping off a two-story building a 17-story building a six-story building uh will i survive jumping off a freight train will i survive jumping off a low bridge will i survive jumping off a high bridge uh However, there are no uh nobody has answered the question, uh, will I survive jumping off um a stagecoach? So instead of that, um, I think the only question is, you're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. It's not a problem. The only question I have at this point is,
1: will you bounce? <laughs> I'm not sure this podcast can handle two 35 year callbacks in the same episode. <laughs> Deep cut. Deep. Deep cut. Deep. But Christmas is coming. <laughs> if you want an explanation, tune in next week. We'll be back. We're here. We're talking to Todd. <laughs> Totally thought the callback at the end was going to be something different. I did
0: too, but I couldn't remember what I said I was going to get you information at the end, um, and so I panicked and uh, then came up with this. And that was a long road to a high school callback.
1: By the way, do you remember what I was supposed to even get you for the date for it? I don't know, but I will when I do the edit.
0: Hey, good news. Might have some follow-up for next week. Content. Content gets content. So does a bad memory.